Hey everyone and welcome to the Whitewater Podcast. It's January 2021, we're in the middle of the global pandemic and a stay-at-home order. So today I will be conducting this podcast online with Melissa from the OVTA. That is the Ottawa Valley Tourism Association. She'll be talking to us about all the great things that local businesses are doing and all of the fantastic things you can do within the Ottawa Valley and throughout Ontario to keep entertained and to keep active during this winter. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and turn on the notifications so you don't miss any of this. So without further ado, let's skip over to our online video conference with Melissa. Okay, everyone, so here we are with Melissa from OVTA. Uh, before we get into everything, um, Melissa, what beer do you have with you today? Oh, I have a lovely Blood Moon with me today. Awesome. And One of my have... favorites of Whitewater. Oh, cool. I was going to ask if you've had that before, so that's good news. I have. <laughs> okay. And I'm also uh, going to be drinking High Tide, which is one of our newer beers. Um, and uh, we just released it in the fall, and this is a New England IPA. So we have our Blood Orange Sour that Melissa's drinking and a New England IPA. Which I have yet to try. So that's Cool. Um, I really like it, as I should, I suppose. Um, <laughs> What's really cool about New England IPAs is they're a lot less bitter than, than most IPAs. Um, so there's a lot of people that don't particularly like your classic English style or West Coast IPA that do like these because they have all the tropical flavors, but none of that bit bitterness. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, anyway, virtual cheers. Cheers. Um, to everyone watching, we're obviously in our home environments. Normally I would love to have uh melissa at our uh riverside brewery for our podcast but uh due to the stay-at-home order we're doing what we can from home so i appreciate you joining me online no problem delicious yeah i know it's, uh, <laughs> it's nice to have a, a beer during the day it makes a nice change despite what people may think i don't just sit around drinking beer all day so uh, <laughs> So the way we... <laughs> well, I didn't think you did. Um, the way we start our podcast is really by doing some quick fire questioning. Um, so I'm just going to fly through seven or eight questions. And if you can just give the first answer that jumps into your mind, that would be great. Okay. Okay. So favorite WBC beer. Blood Moon. Blood Moon. That, that kind of makes sense. Favorite <laughs> gin cocktail? Ooh, uh, gin cocktail. Well, I have to say the new rosemary one that you guys have, the new rosemary recipe that you guys just put out is, yeah. is right high on my list right now. Other cool. than that, so, like a good classic G&T. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of gin and tonics, but yes, uh, we're doing a grapefruit and rosemary uh, gin and soda and yeah it's uh we're hoping to get into canning that later this year so that would be yeah. exciting um your netflix show of the moment ratchet ratchet i don't know that what's that about 
Um, so it's with Sarah Paulson and it's set in the 1960s, 70s era. And it's kind of like a bit of a thriller. She plays a nurse in a uh, mental institution, mental health institution in the 70s as okay. they're, you know, experimenting with lobotomies and all that kind of. Yeah. It's a pretty okay. big thriller. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. No, I'm going to keep an eye out for that one. I've just watched uh, Ted Lasso. Um, which you know it is i was really surprised by it. it's pretty hilarious it's uh an american football coach nfl coach that goes to england to coach soccer so it's pretty hilarious but um, very cool also right up your alley chris <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um best sorry best kept secret in the ottawa valley oh gosh you're putting me on the spot now um um, best kept secret. Well, I can't tell you my best kept secret because then it wouldn't be secreted anymore. <laughs> um, but one of them I would have to say is Driftwood Provincial Park. Not enough people go to that place and it is beautiful, right? On the shores of the Ottawa River, across from where the Des Moines River comes into the Ottawa and the Quebec side. Oh. It's beautiful, gorgeous. I haven't checked it out either. So that's going to be on my... Uh immediate to-do list yeah oh cool i love the name too driftwood provincial park that's cool okay uh bucket list goal oh to go to iceland iceland yeah looks yeah. uh so unique and really really cool mm -hmm. um favorite outdoor winter activity snowmobiling hands Snowmobile. down nice yeah. your favorite board game Ooh. Um, well, my husband and I like to get into some pretty mean Scrabble games between the two of us. Yeah. Um, so that's probably, you know, game of choice. And we also like Yahtzee. Yahtzee is a big one that we do when we're on our backcountry trips and in the tent and on arena yeah. and stuff like that. In yeah. the last 12 months, we've been playing a lot of Yahtzee as well. Um, yeah. We also like the cheaper version called Yes Five. Because if you buy it at the dollar store, it's called Yes Five. So that also adds a little bit of fun to it. Same, same game, but Yes Five. Okay, nice. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked into why it's called Yahtzee, and apparently the people that invented it um, were making up a game for them to play on their yacht. So they called it Yahtzee. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, now I'm going to have to make sure that I listen to Yacht Rock Radio while I play yeah. Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Hilarious. Um, Two more to go. Best thing that happened this month. Best thing that happened this month, January, which already feels like we're 10 years into the year 2021. So I'm going to say, um, oh gosh, Chris, the best thing that's happened this month, probably finally getting a little bit more snow so I can go snowmobiling. Yeah, I, I thought you might actually say that. I'm yeah. the same. Um, I don't snowmobile, but uh, I mean, I would love to. I just don't have a snowmobile. But uh, I get out cross-country skiing, and uh, it really sucked when there wasn't even enough snow to do that. So. Uh, oh, I know. Like, around the Christmas holidays, we there wasn't enough snow to do anything. And so, yeah. So I have to say, like, of this month, it's just getting the couple dumps of snow that we've gotten. I'm, uh, I'm with you there. Okay, and final question for this round is uh, the favorite thing about your job. Oh my gosh, enriching people's lives through travel. Yeah, cool. I don't think there can be anything better. No, and I mean, that's what you guys do, so that's awesome. Yeah. So 
Awesome. Thank you. That's that's the difficult bit out of the way, the quick fire round. Um, so we will move on. Um, for those of you that don't know, Melissa is from the Ottawa Valley Tourism Association. Um, they've been working with us um, at the brewery since we started, and um, they've been really fantastic helping set up interviews with travel writers and developing amazing tourist routes throughout the valley, like the Tap and Corks, um, and really pushing tourism, not just for ourselves, but for everyone in the, the Ottawa Valley. So that's just a tiny bit of a background, but we're going to get into that some more now. Um, so I think a really good place to start, Melissa, is if you could outline uh, your role at OBTA um, and how you became involved with the OBTA. Sure. So I'm the Tourism Development Officer with the Ottawa Valley Tourist Association, and I've been with the OBTA for 15 years now, believe it or not. 2021 is my 15-year anniversary. Um, and I started off as communications coordinator and roles have just kind of progressed over the years. Um, and yeah, and how I came to the OBTA and to the Ottawa Valley is how a lot of other people happen to come here. I met a really great guy and I fell in love and I left the city of Ottawa to go work at a fishing campground on Muskrat Lake in Cobb. Cool. And that was my introduction to the valley. And my husband's family was operating a campground, that campground at the time, Lakeside Cottages. And so we were running it for them. And this was after I've already been in the tourism industry, but on the administration side of doing marketing and promotion, and then all of a sudden I find myself working for a campground at a, and actually the tourism operator side of things. So it was great because it kind of gave me that different perspective of a day in the life of a tourism operator, which is really hard. You know, like we on the tourism administration side, you know, are here to help support operators, but it's a different thing being an operator altogether. And so we helped my husband's family run the campground for a couple of years and then they sold it. And um, all of a sudden I had to get another job. So there just happened to be a maternity leave um, placement opening up at the OVTA. And I just picked up the phone and called them and said, hey, this is who I am and this is my experience in the tourism industry, working at the provincial and federal levels. And yeah. I think I've got a lot to offer. I also am living in the Valley and I really need a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I went through the interview and they hired me and that was in October of 2006. And yeah. over this, cool. positions have just kind of changed and evolved. And as tourism has changed and evolved and how we do things over the years. And so I've been fortunate to be part of that journey along the way. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. I didn't actually know you'd been uh, with them since 2006, which is that's that's an achievement in itself. So congratulations. Yeah. Longest, longest career job ever, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, OK, so obviously we know it's Ottawa Valley Tourism Association. Oh, sorry. Tour. Yes. The bit is getting to me already. Um, <laughs> Can you explain for those of you that aren't as familiar what you do as an organization? Yeah, and you know, this is some of the things that a lot of locals don't really know about us because we haven't really had that much of a presence with the local market up until the pandemic hit. Um, mm -hmm. It's a nation marketing organization for Renfrew County, which basically means that our job is to promote and market the Ottawa Valley as a tourism destination. So we work with tourism operators like yourself and other tourism attractions and hoteliers and restaurants and retail across the valley to promote the region 
to visitors coming to Renfrew County. So our job is, like I said, to market and promote. We also work with operators to create um, offerings and opportunities for tourists to participate in when they come here. So, you know, you mentioned the Tap and Cork route uh, previously. That is a self-guided route that uh, we help uh, develop in partnership with SADC and the MRC Pontiac to basically highlight all of our uh, craft beverage producers on both sides of the Ottawa River. So that's kind of an example of initiative of product development that we do. Um, but marketing is, is the main, main part of our, our job. So our job is, yeah, promoting all of the great communities and attractions and businesses and things to do in Renfrew County to outside markets. So prior to COVID, our job was to bring, you know, we marketed to Toronto and Southern Ontario and Ottawa and Quebec to bring visitors in to Renfrew County because that spurs greater economic activity. And then COVID hit, 19 hit, and that changed everything because we were no longer saying, hey, the rest of Ontario, Canada, the world come to the Ottawa Valley because nobody was marketing. And so we've kind of turned our focus now inwards and are now speaking to residents and looking at residents because we know that, you know, there's still, we still have to have economic activity in Renfrew County. And right now it's safe to do that locally. So we've kind of just turned our sights inward a little bit and starting to talk more to our residents about promoting all the great things to do in our own backyard. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, I mean, it's obviously been such a um, big change for everyone. Everyone's had to adapt in some way. Um, it's interesting you mentioned sort of the areas further afield and how like in a normal time you'd be marketing to people down in Toronto and you know potentially even other provinces that you know how about drawing people into this area. Um, obviously you mentioned now we're much more internal looking at people that are already within Renfrew County and the Ottawa Valley. Um, but I suppose there probably are very similar tourism associations in the other areas of Ontario that would be doing a very similar job to you. And I only bring that up because, you know, lots of people that would be watching this might not be from the Valley, but uh, they, you know, it's, I'm sure it's interesting to know what's going on behind the scenes for them too. Yeah. And, you know, you raise a good point because as destinations and regions, that's the situation that we're all in right now in terms of tourism marketing, you know, um, we are, Renfrew County is part of a larger tourism region called Ontario's Highlands, which includes Renfrew County as well as Lanark County, Hastings County, Halliburton County, and the northern portions of Lennox, Nottington, and Frontenac counties. So all of those individual counties also has have their own equivalent to what would be the Ottawa Valley Tourist Association. You know, Lanark County, it's Lanark County Tourism. There's Halliburton Highlands in Halliburton County. Um, and so every kind of region and community across Ontario does have their own form of, you know, whether it's a not-for-profit tourism association like the OVTA or their local county or municipality that, that, that delivers tourism on, on their behalf. But we all have those similar, similar regions um, across Ontario and Quebec and all of Canada, actually, I would say we're all, tourism in Canada is kind of created the same way where it starts at the very local level goes up to a regional level, a provincial level, and then a national, um, and very similar in other countries around the world also. Yeah, um, that's excellent. And I, I, the reason I brought it up is, like I say, there's going to be people watching and listening that aren't from uh, the Ottawa Valley and Renfrew County. But I think it's important to be aware that, you know, these organizations and associations are out there because um, it really makes such a big difference for people running small businesses to help 
drive people to you and grow awareness of what um, as a small tourist operator you might be doing um, where there's obviously so much in social media and regular advertising from those big massive organizations that you know it can be tough to find a voice as a small company um, so you know if these organizations and associations are out there working on our behalf so it's it's really appreciated for sure yeah and you know and and the same for us we we need you guys as the tourism operators and the businesses who create those experiences that gives us something to market so right. you know, yeah. it's a it's a it's a give and take relationship we need you guys you guys need us and we're all just working together to bring as many people as we can to our region and to our businesses you know absolutely so you mentioned uh, or you touched on it a little bit but how has um COVID affected the tourism industry um, generally and specifically to Renfrew County? Uh, it's It's been a long almost year already. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, I, I've been working in the tourism industry for 25 years now. Um, I was around for 9-11, um, SARS, all those types of issues that have impacted and challenged the tourism industry in the past and we've never encountered anything like this which has basically grounded the tourism industry to a halt for almost a year now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's impacted things, you know, at the very local level here in Renfrew County to internationally across the world. Um, and, you know, we've all had this, there's been this thing all along that we're all in this together. And there is a big a comfort in that knowing and that it's not just Renfrew County or Ontario or Canada. It is the world that is in this situation together. Yeah. Um, which provides opportunities for us to learn from each other also, you know, on how we're dealing with these situations and how we can pivot and adapt. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, at Renfrew County level, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing my, my good friend, Chris Hinsberger at the Bonishore Caves in my head right now, because he, you know, we talk a lot during the situation and we are an industry that thrives on experiences and emotional connections. That's, yeah we do we create experiences that thereby creates an emotional connection that ties people to the region or to the place and that's kind of been lost for the past year you know we don't have our festivals and events we don't have our local community events we don't even have our fundraising events that are bringing us together in that face-to-face -face normal capacity like we like we're used to um and so that has it has a huge impact not only on the way uh, businesses are having to pivot and try and find new ways of doing things, but just how our communities are thriving and operating, you know, um, particularly in rural regions like ours, like fundraising initiatives tend to be really big community events. And that's what helps keep a lot of our not-for-profits and, you know, small, smaller organizations and things like that in play and not having those, you know, is, is really impacting the, the community, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, we've we've had a big uh, sort of focus since the beginning of the pandemic, which is, you know, yes, there's going to be challenges and and things that prevent us doing all the things we want, but we're determined to find a way around it and to keep doing something. Um, That's right. And I know you've had a very similar mindset over OVTA. Um, can you talk to some of the things that you've been doing, you know, since um, March, I suppose, um, to help give a boost and to, to help uh, market some of our local businesses? Yeah. So, you know, normally, you know, we'd be doing things in a normal year, you know, we'd be getting ready to go to the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show. 
right now coming up at the end of February where, where we're promoting all of our outdoor experiences and, you know, hosting travel writers and bloggers from all over Ontario and Canada to come and, and experience some of these things. And all of those things obviously have stopped and we've had to kind of pivot, you know, the, the word of the, of the pandemic. Um, from not necessarily marketing and promoting the region, but having more of a support um, mechanism in place for our businesses and our operators. So, you know, when the pandemic first hit, we turned into an information gateway for our operators. You know, there was so much information coming out in terms of the regulations and what businesses are allowed to open and what can't and what limitations you need to operate on. And there is so much information out there that we knew that we had to make it as easy for our operators to be able to adapt and remain open and viable. Um, so that was kind of our main focus is to make sure that our, our operators in our industry were tapped in with all of the information, with supporting programs and funding programs that were coming out. Also ensuring that rural Ontario had a voice at the provincial and federal levels when they were talking about making regulation changes and things like that. Um, as we know, you know, there's a challenge sometimes in between what happens, you know, in government at Queen's Park and at at, at the urban level versus what's happening at the at the rural rural level. And so we wanted to make sure that that our voice was still had. Um, and the other things that we did, you know, just in terms of of marketing and promoting was just encouraging that message that, you know, when people are out in our local communities, that it's safe to do so. You know, one of the things that we were really fortunate in Renfrew County during the pandemic is that we were in the green zone pretty much the whole entire time of when lockdown was lifted, you know, so we had a little bit more um, flexibility and freedom, if you will, to move around, be in larger groups, still do a lot of the normal things that we do, although be it maybe in a little bit of a limited capacity, um, that put us at an advantage to say, for example, the cities that were still dealing with lockdown measures and stuff. So, you know, I am fully grateful all the time and thinking about where I live and that we are so grateful to have these great outdoors right in our backyard to be able to experience these things. So it was important that we Keep reminding our residents that we are fortunate to have that space and this is our backyard and that we can get out and do those things locally and you know support our local restaurants and retail establishments by ordering takeout and doing curbside pickups and, and things like that. I, I know we felt extremely lucky to be in the green zone like you say and uh, you know be able to confidently say we're providing a safe environment for people to come and eat and drink and hang out you know with some restrictions no question but um mm -hmm. but just being able to provide that was was really cool and uh you know even down at our riverside location it was great i think people were flocking there because it's so open and there's so much space out on the field and everything so it was really cool from that perspective yeah and it's one of the things that you know that almost turned out to be a positive for rimford county if you will you know with the pandemic, the need and the desire and the pent up demand for wide open, uncrowded spaces is at an all time high. And that is the one thing that Renfrew County and the Ottawa Valley has to offer. You know, that's that puts, does put us at an advantage, um, like most other rural regions within within Ontario and, and Canada, is that we are all of a sudden the prime space that people want, you know, for <laughs> We've been fighting for our market share of saying, hey, Toronto, hey, Ottawa, come and spend some time with us. And now people are are, are just flocking to us. They want to spend time with us because yeah. 
know they can do it safely here. And so, you know, that's that's been one of the positives out of it. On the flip side of that, we also want to make sure that we are keeping our community safe and that we are striking for balance with keeping our community safe and not over promoting or over marketing at a time when things are changing on a day to day basis, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think everyone's just been, you know, willing and ready to adapt as and when we can every time something changes. So I think where um, we want to go next is, you know, providing we're allowed to to leave our homes and, and the, the stay at home order gets removed and we can get back out. What can locals in Renfrew County and the Ottawa Valley do um, for their own entertainment, enjoyment, and to get out and be active? What are some of your best examples? Um, well, like I said, you know, we're really fortunate to have wide open, amazing spaces in Renfrew County. And so we have a un almost unlimited trail network across Renfrew County, which is amazing. We have multi purpose trails and multi-use trails where you can snowmobile, ATV, cross-country ski, snowshoe, walk your dog, horseback ride, I've cycle, fat bike, all those types of things. And it doesn't matter what part of Renfrew County you're either living in or visiting. We've got trails all over the region. Um, and so we're really, really fortunate about that. We've also got our newest Ottawa Valley Recreation Trail. Um, which spans from the east end of Renfrew County all the way to the west, connecting Lanark County and Mattawa. Um, and although it's not open entirely all the way yet, uh, it is in progress, but that also provides some really great recreational opportunities. Um, you know, even just locally and even during the pandemic now, there are still things that people can do to get out and enjoy. You know, snowmobiling is a good thing to do right now. Um, you know, we do have... We do need a, just a little bit more snow, but uh, trails are slowly starting to turn green in our region, so so that's good. Um, you know, and skiing. Hopefully, when that opens back up, you know, we've got Calabogie Peaks Resort right in Renfrew County, which is the highest vertical and biggest ski hill in eastern Ontario. So we're really happy to have that in our backyard, which is a, a big economic winter generator for Renfrew County, also um, with their events and and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, getting out and enjoying some local cuisine and, you know, eating in a restaurant with your family or with your friends, you know, sampling some delicious craft beverage products. <laughs> you know, we've got a number of great operators across across the region who, you know, have really done a really good job at elevating the culinary offerings that we've got in Renfrew County now. And uh, so, yeah, you know, the food is getting better and better here all the time. And yeah, you know, some of the things that we don't see Thing to take advantage of very often is you know even just going out and catching a movie we've got some great theaters in Renfrew County we've got one of only I think two or three of Ontario's drive-in theaters still that exist so in the summertime you know the skylight drive-in with two movies a night is amazing you know that's a great opportunity and, and really really fun thing to do also yeah um to touch on the food I, I've noticed since I've been um in in the Ottawa Valley like the the quality of the the food coming from the restaurants and um and some of the takeout options has, has really really increased and it's uh it's really great um to have for sure um yesterday I was actually out in Westmeath Provincial Park um for a ski and there's so many of these little areas that uh unless you kind of go looking for them you don't, that that you know it's so easy to stay on your couch but they're there 
they're beautiful they're fantastic um so you know i definitely recommend whether it's a walk a ski a snowmobile whatever um there's lots and lots to do for sure yeah and you know just i i, I follow you on social so i know that you're always out on your skis and i'm not sure have you been to opiongo opiongo hills nordic yet no i haven't no tell me yeah, about it so Opiongo Hills Nordic is located uh, in Brudenell, so just kind of behind Killaloo, um, okay. in the beautiful Madawaska Highlands. Um, they've got a great, great network of cross-country ski trails. They also have snowshoeing, and you can do fat biking there also in the wintertime. Um, maintained by an excellent group of volunteers and paddlers also, actually. Um, and yeah, they've got, you know, it's a higher elevation in the Madawaska Highlands, so they've got quite a bit of snow up there. And I've already heard from um, some of my colleagues and friends that conditions are great right now. So you may want to get out there soon. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I've been getting out of my skis more and more, but I'm uh, more natural at sliding sideways. So um, it's, you know, it's a learning curve, but I always enjoy a challenge. And uh, so I'm, I'm getting out as much as possible as I can't sl slide sideways right now. <laughs> You know, you know, that being said, we do have some great cross-country ski network trails now in the area for winter. You know, I've got Forest Lee outside of Pembroke, Opiongo Hills Nordic that I mentioned. There's Fitzroy Harbor Provincial Park sets out, sets up some really great tracks. Um, who else is there? Oh, Silver Spoon also up in Deep River. Um, and they, you know, they have been doing the Silver Spoon Classic for years and years, um, which is a great event, um, not happening obviously because of COVID. But um, yeah, we've got some really, really great great cross-country ski areas. Absolutely. You actually mentioned the uh, trail system, uh, Melissa. Can you expand on that a little bit more and tell people about that? Because I know, I mean, obviously you're super familiar with it and some people are, but there's, I, I, I know just through talking with people, there's a lot of people that aren't as familiar of, of what, what's gone on with that system. Yeah, so we I'll tell everybody if they want to look for more trail information, they can visit our website at ottawavalley.travel. A little plug there. Um, but uh, as I it's mentioned, okay, you're, you're allowed plugs. In okay, good. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got you know a vast network of trails across all of Renfrew County, whether it being you know snowmobile trails. We have over 2,600 kilometers of groomed snowmobile trails across Renfrew County when they're all open. We've got almost a thousand kilometers of ATV trail networks across Renfrew County. And, you know, kudos to the Renfrew County ATV Club, who has really developed and grown ATV tourism in Renfrew County over the past number of years. They've been a great partner of ours, and they're always looking to develop more trails and increase their, their, their system. Um, we also have trails uh, for cycling as, you know, whether it be road cycling, mountain biking, you know, Beechberg and the Borka trail systems are a fantastic group of mountain biking trails um, with Cam Dubay and his group that are heading that up all the time and doing an ex excellent job there. Um, we've got, you know, the bike park in Petawawa, for example, which has a great pump track. Um, so for those that are looking to kind of up their skill level and maybe do a little bit of, you know, cycle acrobatics, then that's a great destination to go. And just down the road also is Forest Lee, which is another great mountain biking um, uh, destination also. You know, and then road cycling, our, road, our roads are great for cycling, mostly because we don't have the crowded car traffic that we do in our roads. They're winding, scenic, lovely roads that take you through a mix of, you know, farmland to through local communities where you can stop and grab a bite to eat and that type of thing. 
and create loop rides. Um, a lot of our communities also put on great cycling events. We've got some great cycling events that happen um, throughout the region, uh, like our Bonacher Cup and Tour de Bonacher and uh, Tour de Whitewater, for example. Um, so, you know, while once once the world gets back to normal and all those events start coming back up, those are other great opportunities for people to give out, get out also. Um, and just hiking. We've got some of the greatest hiking and and walking trails around in the region. You know, everybody's most everybody's very familiar with Eagle's Nest on the backside of Calabogie Peaks in Calabogie, which is, you know, a very, very popular hiking trail. But we've also got some other great ones around like in Barry's Bay. There's Tom's Lookout, which you know, is a great easy hike up to beautiful cascading views of the Madawaska Highlands, um, as well as uh, the uh, Traymore Hill Lookout, uh, which overlooks Golden Lake and the Bonacher River. Um, so yeah, so we've got some really, really great trails that are, you know, good for getting the heart pumping and taking you to some beautiful vistas and scenic views to if even if you're just looking for a short little walk between Pembroke and Petawawa, for example, we've We've pretty much got everything for everybody in terms of, you know, um, trail difficulties and ratings and accessibility for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And it wouldn't be right if I didn't mention some of the water activities you can do. Um, so obviously the Ottawa River's in our backyard and amazing to get out just for a swim, fishing. You can get involved in the whitewater if you want either um through a kayak school like OKS or through one of the rafting companies like Wilderness Tours and our rafting um they're continuing to do a lot for tourism and and provide great options to get, give some variety and get people involved in whitewater and um just out on the river generally and it's it's uh it's always refreshing to do that so uh, I personally recommend getting on the water when when the temperature allows it's a little chilly right now but uh, there would be some people out <laughs> well i was gonna say it's a little chilly but you've got a dry suit there's no problem out there <laughs> uh, I, I might wait for another couple of months but yeah <laughs> That's you know, and, and, <laughs> well i'm glad you brought up the water aspect because it would be it, it would be a big loss if we didn't mention that we are the white water capital of canada i mean yeah we've got the Ottawa River, which is amazing. And we've hosted, what, three or four international whitewater championships now. We've also got the Madawaska River, which is amazing. We've got the Petawawa River, which is probably one of the best whitewater canoeing rivers in Canada. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, the Bonacher River, as well as so many other rivers and tributaries, even just leading into the mighty Ottawa that we're super, super blessed to have in our backyard. And whitewater doesn't have to be big and extreme and scary. It's it, you can get out with your family in a canoe and do some, you know, class one rapids. And there's so many options to do that kind of stuff that it's really a, a great experience for families and you know um, a great thing to do on weekends or for some time off. So yeah, 100. Okay. percent And you know, and even just the flat water too. Like like you said, it's not always about the whitewater. Um, yeah tons of like sea kayaking on some of our great our great lakes and not great lakes but some of our bigger lakes um yeah, you know, our, <laughs> our flat water lake uh, rivers and stuff like that like we do you know and you know even for those just wanting to learn a little bit more about paddling or honing their skills 
we've got great paddle schools in the region. Like you said, Ottawa Kayak School, we've got the Madawaska Canoe Center, which is Canada's first paddling instruction school, which is amazing that we have that in our, right in our backyard. You know, so yeah, plenty of plenty water, of water opportunities for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, with the pandemic and people being less able to travel and um, really looking for things to do in, in the area we live in and even, you know, your own regions, if you're not in Ottawa or the Ottawa Valley, um, there is so much to do in, in our backyard. It's one of the reasons I moved to Ontario um, because there's so much to do winter and summer um, without having to travel. So, you know, definitely, take, you know, don't just sit on the couch and um, say you can't go on vacation, find a vacation locally and uh, there's so much to do. Where, where can people uh, find out more about what uh, OVTA are doing and, and your programming? Yeah, so our website is ottawavalley.travel. Um, and before anybody goes to that website and looks at it, we're in the middle of launching a new web or working on a new website that will launch at the end of February. So we're doing a little bit of an upgrade there, um, but it still has all of the great information that you need to you know, plan your trip or vacation or just find something to do while in the Ottawa Valley. Um, and I did just want to note too that, you know, we've got a lot of, for people, even if you don't have, you know, a canoe or a kayak or skis or snowshoes, that doesn't have to stop you from getting out and enjoying the great outdoors. A lot of our communities and municipalities across Renfrew County have lending programs, um, as well as our libraries. So you can rent snowshoes, skates, hockey sticks, walking poles, all that kind of stuff for free. Um, if you're a resident. Um, so you just have to go to your local municipality or local library and most of them do have lending programs. Um, That's really cool, I had no idea. Yeah, it's a, it's a great program that was invested by the province a number of years ago. So a lot of our municipalities have have equipment on, on hand that is available for free for residents to, to use. So that shouldn't be a, a deterrent for anybody who when they say they don't have the equipment to go out and do yeah, it. Yeah, no, no excuses. Um, okay, awesome. Uh, I mean, that's it for, for my questions. Do you have any questions for me or anything else you wanted to talk about that I haven't uh, brought up? No, I think that, yeah, that had pretty much everything that was like on my notes with and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being our first um, podcast guest through, um, what do you call this, video call, stay at home. Um, video conferencing, online podcast guests, whatever you want to call it. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you for all you and the OVTA do to support us and to support uh, the local tourism because it means a lot to us. And uh, I don't think you guys get enough credit because you're kind of behind the scenes for a lot of it, but I, I can tell you it's really appreciated. Well, thanks a lot, Chris. Um, that, that feels really good to hear. So thank you for that. And yeah, we... You know, like I said, we're in this together and it's our pleasure to be able to work with with operators like yourselves and all of our tourism family in Renfrew County to to kind of put ourselves on the stage and just welcome everybody to Ontario's Adventure Playground. Awesome. OK, well, thanks again, Melissa, and uh, thanks for jumping online with me and we'll chat soon. OK, thanks, Chris. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks again to Melissa from the OVTA, that's the Ottawa Valley Tourism Association. Uh, they do such a great job for us as well as all the other tourism operators in the Ottawa Valley. So I really recommend heading over to their website 
and uh, checking out all of the great things that you can do in the area. And just to wrap up, I've got a couple of housekeeping items here. First of all is our photo contest. We did one in the spring, we're going at it again. Uh, so please share a photo of yourselves um, online, how you're spending your time at home um, during the stay at home order. So take a picture, make sure to hashtag this is how we distance and WBC photo contest and tag Whitewater Brewing Co for your chance to win a $100 gift certificate to our online store. Next up, uh, as a reminder, our drive-through setup in Cobden is fully operational uh, for both our bottle shop and our takeout from our pub. Uh, we're open seven days a week from 11 to seven. Um, we also still have home delivery operating within the Ottawa Valley and Ottawa, that's free next day home delivery, um, but check our website for the delivery schedule for some areas. Uh, we are providing free province-wide shipping if you don't live within those areas. So go online, you can order whatever you like and get it delivered to your door for free. Um, sorry, we can't ship our food from the restaurant, but um, any liquids are available for shipping and clothing and other merchandise actually, good point. Um, we're still continuing to operate our heat and eats. So each week we have a vegetarian or vegan option as well as a meat option. Um, everything from lasagnas to cacciatore to um, pasta bakes, lots of variety, two different options every week. Uh, you can order the day before for next day pickup and uh, that makes it an easy option for you cooking at home just whack it in the oven and uh, it will be ready in roughly 30 minutes to an hour. And that makes an easy meal for your family. We have two sizes for up to six or seven people and then a smaller one for three to four people. Finally, uh, once again, we're running a Healthcare for Heroes Yep, Healthcare for Heroes program. Um, if you are a healthcare worker, you can swing by our Lakeside Brew Pub through the drive-through system and get a meal and a coffee on us. Um, thank you for everything you're doing during this tough time. So uh, swing by, free meal on us, why not take advantage of it? Um, call ahead if you want it to be ready for when you pick up and uh, that's easy to do. That's going from January 14th uh, right the way through to the end of the month. Finally, we have um, this podcast available on video through our YouTube channel, so Whitewater Brewing Company YouTube channel. Once again, remember to subscribe, subscribe, click on the notifications so you don't miss an episode. It, the audio version's also available on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It is called Whitewater Podcast, a drink with. Today's episode was a drink with Melissa from the Ottawa Valley Tourism Association. Okay, so that's all from us. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to get outside and stay safe. Cheers.